This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. We got a a guess that I think y'all are going to really like in just one second, but Basic, did we see... If the Wiseman Sadiq Bay trade is official, I'm hearing rumblings yes. all over the place. Uh, the Hawks are sending five second round picks to the Warriors to acquire Bay, which that doesn't make sense because it says the Hawks are sending five second round picks. I'm trying to. It's a three guess team what? trade? Internet stinks in here because there's 70 million people in here right now, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of trades going on right now. Oklahoma City Thunder are sending Darius Baisley to the Phoenix Suns for Dario Saric in a second-round pick. Uh, Bones Highland is leaving Denver. Yeah. He's going to the L.A. Clippers for two second-round picks. So a lot of movement right now in the NBA. All right, so right now on the – there's great updates. Right now on the A number one hot seat, the godfather of sports radio, Jeff Smullyan, How's it going today, sir? It's good. I'm having fun. I've never done this before, and I'm having a lot of fun. Well, I do want to say thanks for making sure that I can have a job. So thank you. <laughs> thank you for making that happen. I really appreciate it. I don't, I don't want to get down give... to the real question here, Kevin. What's more important in radio, program directors or talent? Your thoughts. I think oh. if you don't have program directors, talent can't exist. Okay. All right, man. That was a good one. I, I know. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just uh, in your face and my face, too, Corey. That is. No, that... seriously. I mean, yeah, listen, the most important thing in this business is always how do you relate to people? And if you can relate to your audience, everything else will work from there. That's the most important thing. I, I mean, I think we like to believe that as well. Yeah, man. Sometimes we'll get notes from out of market and, like, yep. take more phone calls yep. and stuff. Yep. And you're like, I don't think you totally get our audience. Yep. That's not necessarily what they're looking you, you for. you got to understand your audience. Absolutely right. Mm. Yep. By the way, can I update real quick? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I trade deadlines. Go ahead. Happen, I understand. So. Here's what Adrian Wojnarowski. So James Wiseman goes to Detroit. Okay. Sadiq Bay goes from Detroit to Atlanta. Okay. The Warriors, the number two overall pick, what they're getting for James Wiseman, who didn't work out, they're getting five second-round picks. Wow. Like, so that's, that's a lot of second-round second picks but, being passed yeah, around. But for the number two so, pick, you got to be. So yeah. they, they wanted to save money, by the way. That, that helps them save $131 million over the next few years because they're in such yeah. luxury tax hell. But there, there you go. So there's your update. The Warriors did not get Sadiq Bey. He did go to the Hawks. Wow. All right. Okay. Excellent info right there. Now, I want to talk about sports radio, but can you take us back to, I believe it's 1973. Yep. Since we're talking about you being the godfather of sports radio, we'll get to the more the 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 fan and everything like that. Not our fan. But did you hire David Letterman to do yep. radio? Yep. Wow. Can you right. tell us that story? Well, uh, David was a weekend weatherman, and the first station I ever ran, we put David on. Uh, and it was, you know, we were a bunch of young guys in those days. Hard to believe today. Um, you look the, fantastic. The audience, the audience was older, uh, and it was a, it was a great great example 
of programming to an audience that probably you shouldn't have programmed to. Give you one example. I come back from lunch one day, and a guy calls me and says, you know, you got a communist on your station. And I said, really? He said, yeah, Letterman's a communist. I said, well, why do you say that? And he said, well, I, I called him and said, look, I know there are communists living in Carmel, Indiana. What do you think? And David said, I think you got to give them Carmel. The football team's lousy. The streets are overcrowded. And you can never find a parking place. So give the communist Carmel and hold the line at the next suburb. And the guy's going, oh, told you. He's a, and I'm sitting there going, oh, my God. But that was David. David David did stuff like that. David, we had a, we had a, we have a monument in this middle of the city, um, Monument Circle. And David one day said, we've traded the monument to Guam. They're getting our monument, and, and we're getting a 300-foot stick of celery. And people are calling up, said, you can't get rid of the monument. It's been there since the Civil War. What are you doing? And David said, look, we need a little bit more greenery downtown. That 300-foot stick of celery will be nice for us. But that so, was David. I mean, and always, always just great. And it sounds like, yes, but did you know, maybe not the total heights, but did you know right away he's got whatever it is? I, I knew whatever he had was enough to make me laugh all the time. That's okay. what I knew. Okay. Yeah, I knew that. And uh, and then we jump ahead, Corey, yeah. and this is why we get to be employed. Yes. Is you turn WHN into WFAN, which right. I feel like it's not a stretch to say is the most well-known sports station in yep. existence. Yep. And it's the first all-sports station first all ever sports created? Station. Yes. And uh, and did it really. It was an idea I had in college. Um, and I always wanted to do it. And when we bought WHN... I brought it up to our managers, and they said, that's really a stupid idea. So <laughs> Makes sense, in, yeah. In, in they the, sound stupid, <laughs> too. It's going to work. And I, and I said, so my infamous book, I have a favorite saying, the line between being a genius and an idiot is very fine. Yeah. I've been on both sides many times. One chapter is Idiot to Genius, which is WFAN. Yeah. Put it on the air. It was viewed, Jim Lampley called it the Vietnam War of Emmis. Oh, it was my gosh. folly. It lost all sorts of money. Um and everybody said this is never going to work. And for about 18 months, it didn't work. Uh, it was too national. It wasn't local enough. And then we bought NBC and we merged it. We put Imus on the air uh, oh, wow. and Mike and the Mad Dog. I can still remember meeting. You with, hired them, right? Yep. We hired Mike and the Mad Dog, um, put them together. They'd both been working there separately. Um, I can still remember meeting with Imus's agent. Um, Don had been in and out of rehab, and I said, let me see if I get this right. we got a radio station that's losing record amounts of money. you got a guy in Don who's been in and out of rehab for five years, and you got a baseball team in the Mets who have more drug problems than anybody in baseball. What could possibly go wrong putting mm. all this together? Right. <laughs> but it but it came together and uh, and it you know and then I you know it was spectacular. Was there? I don't know if it's like a singular moment, but was there a time or maybe even a moment where you're like, oh, my gosh, this is totally going to work? Because you said for 18 months it was yeah. kind of floundering a bit. Yeah, you start, we had some metrics. We knew it was starting to resonate with sports fans. Uh, and you start seeing, yeah, that it's working. There's a time when, it, when a radio station starts to work where you go, wow, this is great. That I, I feel like we experienced that here at the fan. Yep. I get that. Is there... Is there a time, or can you tell us about a chapter where maybe you went from genius to idiot? Well, the next chapter. Next oh. Chapter. 
Yeah, then if you read the book, the next chapter is Genius to Idiot. Um, <laughs> I, when we bought the Seattle Mariners, I was kind of the boy wonder. I was, you know, everybody wanted my autograph. One of my best friends watched me sign autographs for 30 minutes after a ball game, and he said, any society that wants your autograph is a society which will not endure very long. Those are great friends to have. Yeah, they're, that's they're right. keeping you grounded that's, the whole time. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, we just couldn't afford the losses. We got the collusion payment. The market, if you read the book, there's a lot of crazy stories about Seattle. Um, so I, I, I started as a boy wonder, and I left as a pariah. I'd be, I, you know, so I went from genius to idiot on the baseball team. Was baseball your sport? Was that the one that you, that you loved? I always most? loved it. When I was a kid, I always thought I was going to be the next Willie Mays. Uh, yeah. Genetic deficiencies caused that to not happen, um, but always loved it and just thought. Um, and we, we had some ideas about the economics of baseball and just thought, let's try this. You know, yeah. Now, the book is Never Ride a Roller Coaster Upside Down. Yep. I like the title. Did I have not read the book yet. Yep. Does that come from a sp- particular saying that yep. somebody said to you or you said were you actually on a roller coaster upside down i, I basically said when i started writing the book i did it as it really because i would drive my 18 year old daughter my daughter's now an 18 year old to college i mean to college high school every day and in grade school and we talk about life and i just tell her all the stories and the lessons and she said dad nobody's going to believe these stories you got to write them down so when COVID came i wrote them down Sent them to a couple friends, and they said, you've got a really good book here. So next thing I knew, I had an agent and a publisher. The, the title comes from my motto in life that life is a roller coaster. That, you know, you, you, it is, uh, no matter who you are, you're going to have ups and downs. Yeah. My career has been so crazy that I said I did it upside down. So that was the genesis of the book. Now, Mike Bassick here pitched for the New York Mets. Yeah. Did you ever did you ever go root for him while he was pitching for the Mets? I, I, I think we checked about his uh, the drug uh, stuff. Yeah. Oh, no, Mike. I had a teammate, yep. Grant Roberts, yep. and uh, we're having a bad year in 2002. Yep. And the back headline of one of the papers was Mets gone to pot. Oh. <laughs> because they had a picture of him with – pot when he was in double a binghamton it was like such an overblown story but because we were losing and being bad it was like yeah we're all doing drugs on the team now i know you're talking more about the 80s teams yeah Yeah, that was the strawberry gooden group yeah what year did you were you ownership of the seattle mariners 89 to 92 oh wow yeah a long time ago griffey Griffey. jr and junior was my favorite part of it favorite part of you know every night was a new adventure with junior i was telling the story earlier today my one night he made what I still think is the most famous catch in baseball history ever where you've seen he's running full speed yes. up the wall. You've yes. seen it, right? So the night after my closest friend was president of the team, junior would come behind home plate before every game and just shoot the, we were like big brothers to yeah. him. And so junior comes in and he said, what do you think of the catch? And you know, and Gary without missing a beat said, you know, it was a nice catch, but you ripped up the padding. <laughs> You know, and we're going to have to dock your pay. Oh, my God. So, Junior, without missing a beat, said, get the money from ESPN. That clip's going to be on SportsCenter for 30 years. And he was right. You still see that clip today. 
Wow. But I love Junior. He I was, think it was so much fun. Against the Rangers, I'm not 100 percent sure. That I that I don't might remember. Might have been Ruben Sierra who hit that ball. But it but. was I can it, you know you oh, may be right. I forgot. I can't remember what I had for breakfast today. Yeah. But I sort of remember it was the Rangers. But he, but what's funny about it is Junior every day was a new adventure. My son was younger then, and whenever he's visiting the ballpark, I used to say, I don't want you on the field because it looks bad. You got kids in the stands, and Junior, it was just cute. Come on, Bradley. We're, and they would run around the bases, and it was just that was just Junior Neely. So I loved him, absolutely loved him. He was, and maybe even still, the most marketable player yep. that baseball's ever, ever had. had. Ever totally. had. As a matter of fact, yeah, we we created the the Mariner Moose, and probably they'll they'll put on my tombstone that he didn't do much, but the Mariner Moose was running for vice president of the United States as a campaign on a ticket with Ken Griffey at a Nike ad. Oh, wow. burn so on Mariner, you, Dan Quayle. Yeah, that. yeah, that's right. <laughs> That is amazing, man. I, I know we were kind of joking, but yeah. I'm so glad yeah. that you made the idiot to genius move yep. Yep. that helped make this station happen Thank eventually you. and helped us all be employed and everything. The book is Never Ride a Roller Coaster Upside Down. Man, thank you so much for joining us fun. today. I was going to say, I had one story about Dallas Sports Radio. But oh, maybe go ahead. It. You got, we you, got time. It's, it's going to be about one of our competitors. Your, I'll tell you the story. Them. Tell you the story. <laughs> We, when we started WFA, we did all sorts of crazy ads. And one ad we did for late night TV was a jock strap. And, and it was, and the jock strap expanded. So at the end of the ad, you heard this creaking noise. And at the end of the ad, you saw this fully full jock strap. And the ad was expanded coverage for the New York sports fan, WFAN. And we, and we ran it late night on cable. And honest to God, I'm driving down a freeway in Dallas one day, and I see your competitor, and I see this giant erect jockstrap on the billboard. And it says, and I'm seeing expanded coverage for the Dallas sports fan, you know, the ticket. I hate to mention your competitor. No, no, it's fine. And so I think they stole that, them. Dang it, nobody I, knew about that. Oh my <laughs> I think it fits the narrative that they, they steal content. They stole so I did that. And I went, how could they steal an erect jockstrap and put it on a billboard on a freeway down. I never forgot that. That it is an amazing story, oh man. My God. Thank you very, Thanks, very much. I appreciate Good it. Good Absolutely. Go check out the book, Never Ride a Roller Coaster Upside Down. Wherever you buy books. Amazon, wherever you can pick up books. Yeah, Amazon. Amazon's got you covered. Don't yeah, worry about really that. Do. Coming up next, it's time for the C-Block starring Corey Majors. Coming up next, we discuss why there are no more bookstores. Oh, no. Well, because of Amazon? Because Amazon, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. I want to thank Rally House and Window Nation for setting us up here out at Radio Row. Rally House, your home for official licensed NFL gear. Your city, your house, Rally House, which is our presenting sponsor out here. Also, Window Nation. Right now, buy two windows, get two free at windownation.com. We got the C-Block in just one second. But there's an NBA doings transpiring, Mike. What have we learned, and are the is the West about to continue to stack it up? All right, so this just in one minute ago, the Lakers are trading Patrick Beverly to the Orlando Magic for Mo Bamba. So, okay, that doesn't bother me. No. Um, <laughs> but I, I hear you. There's, I mean, I'm going to get this wrong because it's in a whole bunch of jumbled kind of um, things from Shams, and I'm sorry that my phone isn't working as fast as I would love it to. But there was a three-team trade where the Rockets are getting John Wall. Huh. The Grizzlies are getting Luke Kennard. Okay. And the Clippers are getting Eric Gordon. And I might be forgetting another person in this trade, but that's the the three major kind of names in the trade. And then – I named somebody else. The Clippers got somebody else, right, where I'm like, damn, they're they're picking up a lot of players after uh, last night's loss. Maybe Golden State will be on the move. Golden State has emerged, according to Sham Sharania, that the Golden State Warriors might be close to getting O.J. Ananobi from the Toronto Toronto Raptors. So that... He is very good, and Corey brought up earlier, it seems like everyone is chasing him. And then the local relevance, did you say it was Tim McMahon who said... Tim Hardaway Jr. and Christian Wood might need to be sweating this last hour. Yeah, he said they should be sweating out this last hour as the Mavericks are trying very hard to move both of those players before this is up here. Wow. I I honestly, look, I wouldn't have liked this trade. I know he's been a bust, but if you don't like Christian Wood, I wouldn't have minded taking a chance on Mo Bamba and seeing how he worked out here. I that trade would really infuriate me. But they, I, no, they I like know, him, I know. But I, Christian I Wood is so clearly much better than Mo Bamba. Yeah. But I, I, I hear what yeah. you're saying. I just don't think the coaching staff of the Mavericks agree. 
That is perplexing to no end. All right, now, out here at Radio Row, it's time for the C Block starring Corey Majors. Hey, everybody, it's Corey from the KNC Masterpiece here on 105.3 The Fan. I just got maybe the coolest picture of all time, Kevin. I just oh. tweeted it out, at in the majors on Twitter. Uh, that's where you can follow me. You can follow Mike Bassick, at Mike Bassick on Twitter also. You have Kevin, at oh, thank Kevin. <laughs> And then Joey, uh, which I believe Joey is at Slim Scotty. Oh, oh, at 19? Joey the Jet. There you go. There you go. Um, the picture is Darren Woodson and Emmett Smith talking. Oh. And guess what's in the background? A gold camera. jacket. Nick Eatman. Like, oh, it's just, okay. Yeah, it's one of those, like, this is a really, there's a lot of greatness in one picture right there. All right, Kevin, before I get into the Landon Holyfield tweet, uh, who uh, he's a Holden, Holden, Landon Holden fi- I'm going to have to go find this. He's a Tolo. He listens, oh, okay. and he tweeted out uh, some significant stuff about a trade. I have a thing of Shabani yogurt okay. that has been sitting in my backpack since oh, this morning no. when I left. Oh, you're all right. Okay. And the question is, 877-881-1053, should I eat it? Uh, we've played this game before, Kevin, here on Radio Row. We're playing it again. See, Mike says you're all right, but he might be trying to sabotage No, you. there's yogurt goes bad. But it How doesn't, long? It doesn't. It, it's not in a hot environment. We're in a 70-degree room. It's Here. been 70 degrees for four hours uh-huh. approximately. I think you're okay right now. But if it got to, let's say, 5 p.m. You're right. And he did, and he added it room temperature the whole time, I think you're taking a little bit of a risk, but still not a huge risk. All right. So this is where this is very similar to when Mike told me to pretend to be milk. Uh, okay. Very, this lines yeah. up perfectly with it. Here's what I found out. I looked up. USDairy.com. Okay. They say two hours or one hour if the temperature is 90 degrees or above. Okay. So does that feel, does it feel like it said two hours? And you left the hotel this, almost five hours ago. Yeah, this thing still feels a little. Does this feel, Mike, does it feel like it's over 90 degrees? No. Or it's room temperature. That is room temperature yogurt, 877-881-1053. Should I eat it? Also, Sham Sharania is now reporting that the Spurs are trading great Josh Richardson to the New Orleans Pelicans. Huh. That's not, I mean, Mads but it done, is a trade. Right? I, no, done. no. Tim McMahon did say Christian Wood and Tim Hardaway Jr. should be sweating out this last hour. All right. Yeah. So they're trying. I think what Tim McMahon is saying is the Mavericks are trying as hard as they can to trade those two players for what they believe would be better help. All right. Well, there you, there is more information on that as it comes along. Mike, feel free to keep rocking with that. Okay, Don't worry trying, about it. I'm trying. I love the uh, the other thing though. Do you want some feedback on the yogurt? Yeah, not, absolutely. Yeah. I'm not sure if everyone is on your side. My the, side or the side of okay. wanting to, you to live from the four six nine. No, don't do it. But from the two five four, eat it. From another 214, 214, as a yogurt expert, it's oh. okay to eat room temperature yogurt. Well, he's a yogurt expert, Mike. Well, and then from the 406, 409, eat the yogurt. The probiotics are just more alive now, so that's better for you. Also, I don't know if that's true. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> right. well, the, the more bacteria you put in your body, the better it is. Yeah, the good bacteria is. It's the good bacteria. But we're sure that stale yogurt is good bacteria? In the theme of the NBA today, the Pelicans are sending back four second-round picks for Josh Richardson. Is, is five second-round picks now the new, like, three to four first-round picks for lower-key players? I don't this know, but so it was weird. like, how many seconds do 
you want. We got them all. Yeah. From the 321, eat the yogurt. Trust oh, me, I my friend it. is a it dairy doctor. Great. Yeah, it smells great. My friend is a dairy Does doctor? It? Hold is on. Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't think that's a real thing, Kevin. I don't. I'm just giving oh, you the feedback. I'm not. So it's clumpy on the lid. All right. It's got clumpy there, and it's very liquidy down here, but it's not crunchy, so that's why Mike's okay with it. Mike is like, he's perfectly fine. And blueberries never crunchy. go bad. See, the more he says You don't even know a rumor about that. You haven't heard that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's a really good – I like that. I've seen them in my fridge. They go bad. They do. Yeah, they get fuzzy and all sorts of stuff. Now – Oh, give it to G-Bag for their bet payoff. I heard that was still up for discussion. Oh, that is a good You shouldn't have opened it, though. It's open now. We have it. We'll see if it works out. They're going to die. Today, 25 second-round picks have been traded. (laughs) And I'm not making that number up. I believe you because at least two deals have had four or five second round yeah. picks. The uh, the question was okay, and it wasn't necessarily a question. It was more of a statement by Landon, and I thought this was interesting because there were these are uh, these are interesting names. He said that the best hit the best trades and Mike. This might have come definitely because he was watching Kyrie last night. Okay. But he said the best trades in DFW sports history. Deion Sanders in 95, Josh Hamilton in 2007, and Kyrie Irving in 2023. The best additions in DFW sports history I can think of. Those are the three, but this Kyrie thing feels like number one. Now, as I long wanna... as you want to eliminate draft nights. Okay, yes. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, too. Because you did trade for Dirk. You did trade for Luka. Yeah. and yeah, I'm okay with ruling those out because I always think they're, yeah. they're fake trades. Yeah. And so when he said that, it brought something up that I kind of want to do now. I want to do Tolo tweets during the C block. We got uh, NFL offseason. I want to bring up some of those, those things that you find interesting. If you have a Tolo tweet, tweet it at me. Add in the majors. We'll throw it on the show and have a conversation about it. It can be a lot of fun. I threw out there uh, Cliff Lee, that Cliff Lee was a pretty significant and important trade or addition in the history of the okay. Rangers for sure. Josh Hamilton obviously was – they built that team around him. But, man, you're if let's say you don't get Cliff Lee that year – Despite having Josh Hamilton, you're not going to that World Series. Yeah, I know it's a weird one because I agree with you that that's better because you're getting the better player. But probably the most famous Rangers trade is trading Mark Teixeira to reset the team. Yeah. Like in a weird way, yes, yeah. Josh Hamilton was great. Josh Hamilton was the fourth outfielder for the Cincinnati Reds in 07. And then he comes here and he's an all-star. He's an MVP and is amazing. The night of the trade or the day of the trade, nobody here thought it was a big deal. Yeah. Nobody, nobody around baseball thought it was a big deal. Like, oh, you're getting the drug guy? Who, yeah, like, that's pretty much yeah. it. Yeah. But like, with Teixeira, it felt like people thought that was going to be our, I know this is hyperbole, but our Herschel Walker trade. You yeah. know, like with how many people you're bringing back in and everything like that. Also, Corey, we are working on booking one of your nemesis. Nemesis? Perhaps in the next few minutes. So I want more of the C block, but just be prepared. We might be bringing on one of your nemesis. Is this going to be one of those Orlovsky moments where I have to just go on attack mode and worry? I mean, just start saying people you don't like. Oh, and that, no, I'm just kidding. Don't. All right. I So Tolo tweets. The Russian president. Uh, but, like, is that, that individual me? to Gorbachev. Corey? Gorbachev. Gorbachev. Do you think Gorbachev is the president of Russia? Is he not? No, he's not. No, that, he had he got like a tattoo thirty years ago. He got ta- that tattoo. I was not a tattoo. Well, that was a birthmark. I don't. Oh, all right. Well, Gorbachev. I kind of like that guy. He was good. Huh? Did he bring the wall down? He did. 
But because of Reagan, right? Well, I mean, it was oh, an agreement between the two. Reagan. Yeah. Yeah, we're not. Why would that be one of. Never mind. Never mind. Are you I, serious? No. Ronald, Ronald Reagan, Reagan is dead. I'm very sorry what? to have to tell you I that. I thought that you I were really... you were confused about my my, my take on uh, trickle down economics. No, I'm really sorry if I'm Mike the one Flory breaking Mike Flory already that came on, you. so it's not your guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, these are Corey's nemesis. So, okay. Tolo tweets. If people tweet you or us things of interest, yeah. we can bring them to the show. Add in the majors on Twitter. You can, and you can even uh, have a hashtag at Tolo tweets so that we get it into the C block. That could be something fun. But I just like, and Kevin, I don't know. Do you have another significant trade that stands out that way? Because I guess Nash, you brought up, was Nash a, a draft night trade? Yeah, yeah he okay. had already been on the Suns. But what the Mavs did is they traded the 19th pick, which was Pat Garrity, and a future first, which ended up being Sean Marion to the Phoenix Suns for Steve Nash. I, I think of Cliff Lee, I just do, because of the immediate level of results. Like, when we're talking about Herschel Walker and other things like that, you saw some results more immediately than others. I mean, Cliff Lee, it is that was a good team. But Cliff Lee, it is not a complex cause and effect. You trade for Cliff Lee, the team's good, now everyone's stoked and knows you're going all in and you made it to that World Series. And you don't make it through the playoffs without him. Yeah, man. Like that, I know there were some other things, other players added to that team. You know, Vlad was added the year before, uh, or that year actually. There were a lot of other additions, but I, I, we, I don't know if Cliff Lee knows how much Rangers fans adore him for that moment. And it was a very short period of time. Again, that, the Cole Hamels bit was Hey, this is for next year. Yeah. And then they ended up being pretty good that year. They and won they, the division. They make a run, and you're like, holy crap, what just happened? But the Cliff Lee thing, I don't think anybody knew what it was really about to happen because we were just happy to be there. And I remember, I think it was my birthday around that time. I was working the night that he got that he pitched his first game. He bombed. He was, they, like, that game, he gave up a home run, yeah, a couple of home runs. Hit the bong a little late. Yeah, well, I don't know what you're talking about. I have okay. no clue now, what you're t- talking about. Guys, I, I thought this went without saying, but I hope this isn't make you sad from the 865. Gorbachev is dead, too. So what? If you did, I feel like you probably should have known that a long time ago. Putin's the guy's but name. If you, yes. You don't like Putin. Is what happened to Gorbachev? He, I mean, time and age and probably stuff. Cancer. Probably cancer gets a lot of us. I guess that is also true. Heart conditions. Do you think that there's any chance, any chance at all, that maybe this was a coup for Gorbachev? No. Well, actually, you know what? That's a longer discussion because actually, so there's some geopolitical to, things. Yeah, the, yeah we need to get history. Of, all right, coming up next. We might talk cr- crosstalk with the G Bag Nation, or, or we might bring on one of Corey's nemeses. It's not Vladimir Putin before you bring that up. We'll could find be. out who it could be next, right here on the fan. Maybe Obi Toppin. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan. Thank you, thank you very much to Rally House and Win No Nation for helping us out out here on Super Bowl Radio Row. We're going to chit-chat. Oh, there we go. We're going to chit-chat with the fellas from the G-Bag Nation in just one second. And, Mike, I knew you were going to have more trade updates. We'll see if anything happens with Hardaway and Christian Wood. But... Before we get to any of that, if I could just get you to pop those headphones on, we have on the A number one air hot seat, the man, 
who I'm glad you won, but you also brought great sadness to my love of Pride Never Die over the weekend. It is Ryan Bader. Good afternoon, sir. What's going on? No. I, I hope you understand. It is I, Ryan the Hater Bader. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Back in action on the KNC Masterpiece. I hear you. What's no, up, man? I felt the same way. You know, it's sad <laughs> to see legends go out like that. You know, um, but I wasn't campaigning for the fight. You know, sure. He, he asked for this fight. You know, when it first came about, I was like, eh, you know, but got excited about it. I went out and did my job. But, you know, he's one of my favorite fighters of all time also, you know, um, but got to do my job. Yeah, no, I, I 100% understand. Did you just get a sheet on, on him? Yes, which I, I appreciate it. There's I'm no familiar already. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> we're good. We're good, yeah. on, we're good on this I one. Do yeah. not, I do not need <laughs> that sheet, but I appreciate it very much. No. Did you know going in there's a lot of discussion, or I guess maybe some assumption that this was going to be Fedor's last fight. Did he specifically say that, or was it yeah. just insinuated? No, there was an assumption. I mean, he, he said for his last fight, you know, he wanted me. Which, if you're in his his mind, you can go out and have a last fight. Cool. It's going to be a lot of fanfare. It's the last fight, but why not have a chance to go out as a world title, hit yeah. world champion? You know. Do you mind showing your belt yeah, off for our, for a camera right here? And oh, that's classy right there. That's gorgeous. gorgeous. Yep. Now, the last time I saw you. I'm not sure if you remember this moment, I'm going to guess he does not. Right. You, you had just come off an injury, uh, and you were getting ready for your next fight, and I was talking a lot of trash. Yep. And we went to shake hands, and you spun me around, and you put me in a triple <laughs> half Nelson, and then you gave me the red belly. All right? And yep. I, didn't, I, my, I still claim to this day you were injured. I didn't want to hurt you. No, I, I, didn't wanna, you. I didn't want to hurt your wrist or anything. You look stronger than you did then, and you yeah. look fantastic right there now. You. I'm not going to try and attack you. Yeah. I just I'm, a he- I'm a heavyweight now. That was a 205 <laughs> ride. Yeah, so that's right. That's I'm right. about 30, 35 pounds bigger than I was right then. you got to appreciate that he didn't go after your injury, though, yeah. because that's what would have happened, <laughs> right, Corey? He's a gentleman, yeah. Yeah, he's a gentleman and a scholar. See? Yeah. So you move up weight classes, win another title, already the longest reigning light heavyweight champion, just beat. Probably the best, we'll see, heavyweight for now of all time. Next steps for not only you, but the promotion in general. Because obviously that was a big spot, being on national, not cable, but national broadcast TV over the weekend. Yeah, I mean, it's huge. You know, that's when this fight came about, I wasn't overly excited. But then, you know, hey, it's going to be on CBS. You know, and then started thinking about it. I'm like, man, every Fedor fight is a big fight. Yes. And... You know, for me, then I kind of embraced it. I got excited, you know. And, and for me now, you know, everybody's – you're the top guy. You got the belt. Everybody's out for you, you know. And that was weird at me at, at the beginning when I won my first belt, you know, because I was that guy trying to get – try to be that guy and try to try to fight whoever had that, you know. Yeah. Then you have you win a belt and you have the target on your back. Then you win two belts in two different weight divisions, and you really got that target, and everybody wants to fight you. Yeah. And so for me, it's like, all right. Who's up? Knock him down. Worry about the next one, kind of deal. And there's there's guys in this division where, who knows the next one? How it's looking like it? You know, the next in line should be. It, it's probably a rematch again, re- yeah. regardless of who wins in the fight. Do you? I, I mean, I know you have matchmakers and people like that. Do they ever take any input from you, or is that a separation that you got to keep in place? Yeah, I mean, Bellator has been great, and I have great management that has a great relationship. Okay. You know, um, with the matchmakers at Bellator and whatnot. You know, the, and, and we kind of know there's clear-cut guys that, that are coming up, and, and 
you know, sometimes we're like, hey, this winner of this fight coming up, you got him next, you yeah. know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there is a little input, which is great. You know, that's what I love about Bellator. What is the what's the craziest, like, trait? You look like you've been just ripping red oaks in half lately. Like, what's, <laughs> what's the craziest training that you've been, like, maybe added to your, to your life? You know what I added is um, we're kind of doing the same thing, right? If it's not broke, don't fix it. But as I, I became a veteran and we learned – learned what works what doesn't and kind of took all of that that was my 40th professional fight right yeah and then uh, i've always eaten healthy and all that kind of stuff but i got with these guys rapid health like two legit scientists on there and uh um they're like hey we want to do everything for you nutrition all that kind of stuff we're on your blood work this and that and then i i got the bill for them i'm like wow okay uh-huh. you have to stay champ to be able to pay that <laughs> yeah, off. Exactly. I get you. But, but so that's one thing I, I've, I've changed and they're like it's little stuff like you are chronically dehydrated you know not because you don't drink water because there's potassium this and that and so we fixed that the last couple months Ooh. and literally it was like feel awesome i feel like normal like i should be i thought i did before you know and that um you know in conjunction with all the training we do you know i still feel like I'm the hardest worker in the room wherever I go and so I just never stopped now you said wherever you go where you are right now in Super Bowl Radio Row a lot of amazing athletes and stuff but if I have this giant tournament mm-hmm. you're winning the thing right hell yeah okay hell yeah. not a double champion for no reason uh, exactly I was just the last thing I was kind of curious about when you're talking about matchmaking we talked about Fedor does it ever is there ever a frustrating moment maybe it was before in your other organization or now where ratings and money might push things a little bit more than this person has earned the shot but this person has a bigger name is that ever a frustration because i thought about that with the fedor fight i know he's the best but that might not have been the next logical challenger yeah i mean for me i i try not to let the outside stuff come in okay i'm like just who am i fighting all right everything is the same but you know, that opponent, I might have to bring in, like I bring in a lot of guys from Brazil to emulate yeah. my opponent, whatever. And so it just changes that. But, you know, for me, it, it's not, I know I have a, uh, an amazing, amazing contract with Bellator and super happy. And so a lot of the other side, that money part doesn't really play into it. I got And you. it's not like, hey, you're getting this much extra if you fight this guy, whatever. So it's like, you know, who am I going to fight? Cool. They're in front of you. Just go do your job. Like, like Fedor was like, do we really want to? We're doing this Fedor thing, and, you know, Fedor gets what he wants. It's his last fight. And so then I'm like, all right, I embrace it. Let's go. You know, I'm excited. Let's go. Well, we appreciate the time. Congratulations on the victory Saturday. A lot of eyeballs on that. Appreciate you jumping in and not beating down court. Do I trust the handshake this time? Like last time he he caught me off guard. You can trust him. I I trust him. You should trust him. All All right. right. I will. Thank you very much. Good, sir. Awesome seeing you again. Thank you. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Man, Bellator heavyweight champion Ryan Bader right there. It looks like he's burying the hatchet with Corey, and that is very exciting. All right, Mike, if you want to jump in as well as we crosstalk, I just want to see what is the latest as we are now but 11 minutes away from trade deadline. We've got the fellows from the G-Bag Nation, and this is what happens every single year. Those trades just don't get reported on that maybe hit right at the wire. And while y'all are kicking off the show, I feel like you guys always have 
the news about what's up in the NBA world on trade deadline day. There's a lot of minor trades that are going down right now. I'd say nothing major. The one to look out for right now that could be major is Golden State is making headway to get OG Ananobi from Toronto. He's a, a lot of player. teams want him. They're good saying player. maybe they take their seventh and fourteenth pick from a few years ago, Moody and Kaminga yeah. and Moody, and move those guys with maybe a pick or two. Obviously, they just picked up seventy-five second-round picks yeah. uh-huh. for uh, James Wiseman, yeah. who is yeah, now yeah, gone. Yeah. Like they've those picks. Which look, if it leads to getting another, you know, premium kind of Andre Iguodala in his prime guy, if you had to say. Who is OG Ananobi? I don't watch the Toronto Raptors. I'd say he's kind of like Andre Iguodala in his prime. He's a damn good player. So he would be the perfect guy if you're healthy to be like, I don't really need the ball. I'll get you 15 to 20 points without really needing the ball, and I'm going to lock down any human being you put in front of me. So they would take those picks, which didn't work out. They were hoping they would get these the second pick, yeah. the seventh pick, the 14th pick, and they'd end up being productive players for them. Instead, the second pick was a complete and total bust, yep. which they got nothing for in James Wiseman. And now they're trying to take the other two picks that have struggled to really find their way on Golden State's team and move those guys to get a very valuable piece. I know we're at Super Bowl Radio Row and everything, but how locked in are you guys right now on the NBA trade deadline? 110%. I'm all over it. I'm tracking all the players that uh, you know the Mavs are interested in. We do have Reggie Jackson going to the Hornets for Mason Plumlee. Oh, that's such a bummer. And, and yeah. then what was it last night? Josh Hart came out that he was traded. That was somebody that I thought might have been on the radar is yeah. Tim McMahon says Christian Wood and Tim Hardaway Jr. might need to sweat this thing out. I'm curious if they would take mm. less value because maybe they don't love Christian Wood to move off of Tim Hardaway, but I don't even know what the inherent value of Christian Wood is. I think you have to be willing to move on from Tim Hardaway Jr. for any expiring contract. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just yeah. to free up that space. I wonder now with the KD move, would Phoenix just be willing to part with DeAndre Ayton and try and get back some first-round picks? I don't think so, but the Mavericks certainly, it seemed, were – really high on DeAndre Ayton. I don't you know do if that, right? I don't know if there's still any way to yeah, you have to throw in Christian Wood and I don't know anyone else that they'd be interested in on the roster. Because that changes the metric that Mike brought up yesterday is new owner, you're not getting rid of DeAndre Ayton. Well who cares? I'm not for basketball reasons. I'm just saying for PR reasons. We got KD. I don't feel yes. people are gonna be like, Wow dare you bring in K D They kept all their star players. Yeah. So now if DeAndre Ayton is just an issue on your team and you wanna just move on from him, go ahead and recoup a couple of ones, add a talented big and Christian Wood, and then maybe there's somebody else on the Mavs roster you like. Maybe there's a way to make that work. I don't know, but maybe they're also looking at the Mavs with Kyrie and saying that's a contender and a challenger to us. Well, speaking of Kyrie, were you guys bummed at all that we got to bask in the glory of that victory for 20 minutes maybe, and then the KD news comes (laughs) down, and you're like, well, guess that's not the main story anymore. My favorite thing is is just living, and and I do this with the Cowboys as well, but with with Mike, and it's like, gosh, the Mavericks stink. We, We were playing for a lottery pick, and then Kyrie was amazing last night, and it's boys... We're going to the NBA Finals. We're back. I'll tell you what. They played close to a perfect basketball game last night. Like, everybody played their role so great. And the other thing that I loved was it looked like, and nothing against Luka. I have to say, I love Luka. But it looked like real NBA basketball. It wasn't walk it up the court. You three stand there. Don't move. Do not move. 
and you come set a pick for me, and you just kind of roll or pop, and I'll figure it out. And it's like, I get it. Luka's great at it. But it's kind of really boring to watch a lot of times. And last night, they were just getting it and going. And, yes, it did cause some turnovers too, but it was really fun basketball to watch. Yeah, ball movement, player movement beats the heck out of isolation every time. Oh, I, my I, gosh. I, I trust that Luka's going to integrate with that, uh, hopefully. But, you know, if, if Luka wants it to be more stagnant during his ISO sets and he's leading the league in efficiency and Kyrie and his, there's more motion, it's more for the defense to worry about and they'll both be top five. Yeah. You know, so it's going to work out either way. But from an aesthetic standpoint, Kyrie showed you some pretty damn pretty basketball last night. He really did. I, that first quarter was, you said darn near perfect. That first quarter yeah. felt Reggie Bullock from three point. Like that felt perfect. I know he got cold as the game went along, but it's amazing to me that a human can, whether it's in baseball, Mark Teixeira comes to mind. You can swing a bat so bad for six weeks to two months or you can shoot a basketball like you've never shot a basketball in your life for two months like that's his whole career Reggie Bullock I don't know the first 25 games I can't shoot a basketball to save my life and then you get to whatever game is game 30 or game 40 and then he becomes like no he's a good shooter if you get leave him open he'll make a lot of them it's weird to me that that happens I know we talked trade deadline what else do you guys got coming up on the program today pure gold as always Heggy thanks for asking Uh, of course we're tracking the deadline the entire first hour a Carl Eller is going to join us, the legend with the Vikings, the Hall of Famer. Uh, Julie Donaldson, the uh, the color analyst for the Washington Commanders, an executive out there. We'll ask her if they have any hope of turning it around. And Mike Golick Sr. coming up 240. Woo, looking forward to that. And oh, like I said. Real quick. It, yeah. The Warriors are getting Gary Payton uh, the second back. Remember how good he was for their playoff run? Yes. Once again, oh, wow. here it comes. They just took the five second-round picks they got for James Wiseman. And they're starting dealing them out. Yeah, and wow. they, sent, they sent all five. Whatever happens in the break, I know G-Bag Nation will be all over. So roll home with That's them. That's 30-second-round picks traded today, and I'm not making <laughs> that, that I know. That is up. amazing. Jeez. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Make your way back with us tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. right here on 105.3 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.